0: when
1: you say
0: landline, you're meaning like... Old-fashioned. Like, like, Alex, just give Meg a quick definition. He's not landline, a regular listener. So well, this is
2: good. I mean, the, the whole joke is that landline really has no point, and that's why it has no success. So I love the fact that you don't know what landline means, because it's like... It's, it's very it's like a meta commentary on the podcast. But like it's, it's not
1: like, a modern it is a modern thing. Landline? It's It's like
2: okay the the, okay, the original landline thing is having 11 kids as a catholic wife, right? That's right. landline, okay. right? And then you, uh-huh. you and then you go through menopause and that's it. You just, you know, you never wear protection and you just let basically nature do it what it will.
0: Welcome to Landline Podcast, a return to conversations that used to be important.
2: Thanks so much for stopping by Landline Podcast. Australia, great to have you once again. If you were hoping to hear about restocking the Baramundi population in the Gulf, you're definitely in the right place. So just keep it tuned here. Today, vasectomies, urgent blowouts, voicemails, Landline, happy summer, I hope you are enjoying the fruits of your labor and the fruits of the season. Blueberries, strawberries, and raspberries now available in Oregon. Let's get to the show. Don't need to waste any time. It's a good one. It's probably the most fun I've had recording a podcast in forever. So if you don't like it, spread the news. 503 894 8480. Landline. Hey, Kyle, um, I know that the North Portland location is having an urgent blowout. Are you guys having an urgent blowout as well? We are, yes. Okay, and is it an urgent blowout at every single Harbor Freight in the area? Yes, it is, yeah. Okay, and what does urgent blowout mean? Is it just like the best ever?
3: So basically, we just have a lot of product that we have like an excess, you know, inventory of in the distribution center. So they're marking down a lot of that product. So a lot of the stores are getting that product. So, yeah, there's just a lot of products that are marked down at, at, you know, kind of lower costs than, you know, than usual for certain products.
2: Okay, cool. And you're going to just blow that out as urgently as you can?
3: As urgently as we can. That's right.
2: All right. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Landline.
4: Call from Gabriel Spitzer.
2: Landline. Hello? Have you met Gabe? Are you there?
0: I'm here. Meg's giggling already.
2: (laughs) Meg, you know, the only reason we're doing this is because you are such a successful podcast guest. You were one of our best guests three years ago.
1: I'm honored to be back.
2: And can you believe that your husband, who's so entrenched in entertainment and digital media, is just far surpassed by your podcast talent, especially on Landline?
0: Building up a lot here. I mean, anything that has vasectomy in the title is going to be clickbait for your podcast
2: listeners. Gabe, our famous guy in LA. All right. Well, uh, I know that we are all under a, a strict strict time limit. My kid is screaming in his crib as we speak, and I'm just refusing to get him. Um, I know your infant has been stirring for their afternoon nap, so we're going to have to get through a lot of material in a short period of time, and that's okay. I will prep you by telling you that um, I did make an initial call to my aunt, Polly, who was a miracle baby, who was born after her mother, my grandmother, Peggy Arnoff, RIP, had her tubes tied, and um, she got pregnant anyway with Polly, and Polly was born, and Polly's husband, Nick, is a doctor who performs vasectomies, so... Got a lot of background there, and that led me to my call to you about the big decision you two are about to make. And I couldn't be gladder and prouder that you're making it here on landline. Um, If you
0: perform vasectomies, can you give a vasectomy to yourself?
2: I'm gonna have to call back. I don't. (laughs) That's the kind of question I'm not smart enough to ask uh, or think of on the spots. All right. So let me just set the stage quickly. So Gabe and Meg are on the phone. Um, Great friends. And, you know, really, they're my friends who did things before everybody else. They were my first friends to um, sort of start dating seriously after college. My first friends to start having adult sleepovers together in a room that was a budding mine, I believe. Um, First friends to... Um, start prioritizing their love for one another over their friendships with their older friends, and and we all know that works out well once we get into adulthood. Um, First friends to get engaged, first friends to get married, first friends to have a kid, first friends to go to Lake Como. That should definitely be on the list. Um, Hold on.
0: Shout out to Mitch. who had kids before us.
2: That's true. Shout out to Mitch. That's true. Um, Okay, back to Lake Como. Okay, Lake Como. First ones to leave their kid for a European vacation um, and then first ones to have a second kid except for Mitch who'd had three by that time. So um, so there, there, there's a lot of firsts and really now they're at a point in their life where they need to figure out how to stop having kids and not wear a condom, right? I mean that's really what this podcast is about is not wearing condoms. I feel like there needs to be a subsection of eighth grade sex ed that just says condoms actually don't get the job done, I was marinating on that as I prepared for this podcast. So um, tell me where you guys are at. What is the big decision? You don't want to have any more children, but you do want to remain intimate, right? That's the crossroads that we find ourselves?
1: It was just if I have – I had a moment last night when I was thinking about – because we haven't talked about what we're going to say. We planned on talking about it last night, but we ended up watching the great British – Baking show, so
2: good. Should we just do? A, um, should we do forty-five minutes on that instead? So good. <laughs>
1: so good. I love it so much. Um, but I did have a moment when I was thinking about condoms, about how on my wedding day, amidst all the kerfuffle, I thought to myself, I'm never going to have to wear or <laughs> be a part of a condom experience. Ever again, and I was so wrong because why did I think that? That was very naive of me. Just because you're getting married doesn't mean that you have to stop thinking about all of that stuff. And so now here we are, married seven, almost seven years. Yeah, still wearing.
2: (laughs) And like, isn't it like? Can you believe? I mean, how disappointed are you when you walk up and I assume it's Gabe, and if it's not, shame on you. You walk up to, like, the counter at the CVS with a <laughs> box of condoms, and you had to, like, choose them, and you're so embarrassed you have to buy them and so angry that you have to buy them, and—or are you ordering them online at this you point? You know
0: how meek and shy I am, and ever since the first day I bought a condom, I've avoided buying condoms just because of that moment with the cashier.
2: And, like, how— He like,
1: like, the scratch-offs, and then he puts the scratch-offs on top of the condom.
2: That's smart. Um— How many do you buy at a time? 24, 48? Like, how optimistic are you? And I guess when do condoms go bad is another way of asking that question. We've been
1: buying the smallest box because the vasectomy has been in the talks for a while. So we're just like, oh, we'll get the smallest box. And then we just keep buying the smallest box.
2: Well, you know, I was thinking too, like how is a vasectomy landline? And I actually asked my aunt and and Nick, um, which is more landline, a copper U- IUD and a vasectomy? And I won't tell you their answer until after you guys get a chance to speak. But, you know, how is a vasectomy landline? Well, I think what's landline is that the world is just continues to be in an utter like and true balance. So what I mean by that is, you know. Basically, all these things that you feel like you can get away with when you're younger or that you've never done before and you want to experiment with like drinking for the first time. It turns out you have a horrible hangover the next day or like, you know, you graduate to um, like doing drugs and like you literally want to kill yourself the next morning. And there are situations with like eating too much where you can't believe how delicious and excited you are to just like binge eat. And then you completely pay the price the next morning or even in the middle of the night. And, of course, with sex, it's STDs, right? You're, you, The best thing in the world, the best feeling in the world that you just cannot be beat has the worst possible consequences if you're irresponsible about it. And just like you said, Meg, when you get to marriage and you get to a monogamous relationship, you're like, yes, I finally – I have the key. I finally can do something that feels so good for the rest of my life and there'll never be a downside. And it turns out the downside of having unprotected sex when you're married is way worse than any STD. It's a, it's <laughs> right. a child. So um, it's just like God really did have a, an amazing design in his head when he um, created humans. So all right. Well, so, I our
0: stopgap could be just men getting back on the pill until like – We were playing, like, board games, and she just, like, break down crying in front of me (laughs) because of the hormones and the pill.
1: There was, like, so, you know, when you're nursing, so we just had our second kit, not just over a year ago now.
3: Mm -hmm. But when you're
1: nursing, they give you a pill that's just, it's no estrogen, it's just progesterone. Um, I think I'm obviously not a doctor. (laughs) Um, And there's no, it's just, like, a low-dose sign. So then when I stopped nursing, I told my OB, and she was like, oh, how long have you not been nursing for? And I was like, oh, a few months. And she was like, wow, let's get you on the real deal again. And I was like, oh. And then I switched, and it was just like, I just immediately turned into a monster. Mm. Um, and so Gabe, poor Gabe, was kind of faced with this decision of, do I get a me or do I stay married to a monster? And then we decided kind of nothing. I, yeah. guess. I just got off the pill, and then we just started getting
3: on
2: well, you guys you want to just, to the history of the, Wait, hold of the on, text. hold on, Gabe, just take, I have to fix one thing. Everything's fine, I just want to fix one thing with the sound. It sounds good, I just want to make it a little bit better. Um, okay, go ahead.
0: Winnie's cuddling with us while we have this conversation.
2: He's nice.
1: doing music, <laughs>
2: Not again. Exactly. Um, Do you guys want to have a quickie, by the way, and then we'll keep this going in five <laughs> right. minutes?
0: it's getting a little too sexy here. Um so yeah, I guess I realized almost a year ago because I heard I have, might have to renew my consultation. California law: when you call the um, urologist and tell them you want a vasectomy, you have to go in for a consultation first. So I went in, and it was a male doctor named Leslie with long, gray, greasy hair. Um, sat me down, and we talked about the pros and cons of
2: Leslie. Vasectomy. Leslie, a man or a woman?
0: Man, Leslie. Nice. And he walked me through what was what he was going to do, and based, and also wanted to make sure I knew that it wasn't a hundred percent effective, but also that it's very it's not that easy to undo. So there was a lot of things that he was telling me about.
2: Isn't that so uh, annoying? Like something like a vasectomy, there shouldn't be an undo. Like just just pick a lane, right? Like they shouldn't yeah. tell you that. Like if you get a vasectomy. It's enough to think about in the first place. You could also reverse it. It's like, I don't like that. Anyways, keep going.
0: So then I scheduled the appointment. And, but he he walked me through his knee of the day up, which is basically there's this numbing cream that you have to put on your balls, and then you wrap your balls with saran wrap to keep the numbing cream on it. So in my head, all I'm thinking about is like being at work in the morning with like saran wrap numbing balls, and then going and getting my balls cut open and getting a vasectomy.
2: Mm. Well, I want to quickly go back to Meg because it would be so classic male to just think that you're the victim here. I mean, men just assume that women that that taking the birth control pill has no impact on women, um, and for that matter, the IUD, right? And and so it's just fascinating that kind of women have had to, in addition to having kids, in addition to being pregnant. In addition to having their periods, they also just have to like manipulate their bodies because sex with condoms is so bad. (laughs) It's like all this all this stuff that we just shovel onto them. Um, But it's amazing that they agree to it. And I'm sure a lot of them don't. And that's why you might have to go get a vasectomy. Um, But it is funny how that like. The woman, oh, many women would rather just burden all of that onto themselves than have sex with a condom. So I think that's an amazing irony. Um, anyways, okay, so, so what are your options? Let's, you know, is it it's vasectomy or bust, or or can we make drama no, well, out of this? I pulled for those, my
0: vasectomy twice, but not as much out of fear and more like it was Fridays when I had things to do. This
1: is the thing with Gabe is work comes up. And that's fine, but it's come up quite a bit on his vasectomy days. Cause we've had it scheduled three times now. Here's just to jump on what you were talking about, Alex. Birth control is something that I have had to think about for most of my life mm. now, and that I've been—I've been on some sort of hormone um, for forever. And I'm done. I'm done taking pills. I'm done feeling, you know, different ways because of a pill, not because. It's just, I know it's not me and it's scary. Um, and so an IED is a good option, but for some reason, it really gives me the EVGBs like just having something implanted in me um, for up to five years. And I have friends who love it and they work, it works really well for them. And I have friends whose bodies have rejected them. And just me, like walking into another procedure.
2: Right. Um, like, your it's, vagina's had plenty of work done the last few years, given the two I just, children you've had. I feel like,
1: had. so I have the heebie-jeebies for the IUD. Gabe obviously has the heebie-jeebies from the vasectomy, rightfully so. we talk about
0: my legs tingling? <laughs> so, yeah, seeing that where his legs tingle after his back surgery every time we talk about. If, if we're thinking about anything with, like, not people getting cut open or anything, my hamstrings, like, tingle. It's like almost <laughs> like they're going to give way. <laughs> And I Googled it to be like, oh, this must happen to a lot of people. I couldn't find anything on Google about legs tingling when they think of pants. Wow,
2: listen to that, Google. There's something you don't know.
1: <laughs> so we're having this, this heebie-jeebie-off, basically.
2: Well, I mean, and he... he but... I have
1: been the hero right? for so, like, someone's got to be the hero. Someone's got to just do it. Pull, you know, pull the plug, be the hero. And I just feel like I've been the hero for 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 so long. And I it would just be nice.
2: And honestly, like it's once he gets the job done, he won't even really notice, right? I mean, like
0: yeah, and then it's, it's done. Just a it's the weekend where your balls are. So I'm gonna do it, but I just keep procrastinating, which is what I do in life with a lot of things, including getting my balls cut open.
2: Right. Well, right. You you are incredibly efficient and productive at work, but when it comes to like you know choosing what you're going to get from the takeout Indian restaurant or getting your balls cut into, those two <laughs> things you can delay for as long as you yeah. really possible. So problem
0: is, I had my consultation a year ago in California law, or like eleven months, and now I'm going to have to go back. For a consultation again because I've delayed it so long before I even get the vasectomy.
2: Well, maybe a I second. Have to consu- a
1: two appointments instead of
2: one. Well, maybe a, a consultation is um, what you need. Maybe you know it's maybe you need to talk to somebody again about it.
0: This should count as a consultation.
2: Well, you know, so it's it's still, you could still get pregnant, right? It, one in a thousand is the odds that you can still get pregnant with a vasectomy. I mean, how bad would another baby be? And remember that um, this is being recorded, and I'll definitely t- text them the link. <laughs> kids we have a baby, and they listen.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: We love
1: you. We love you so much. Um,
0: I don't want another baby.
1: It's kind of a gray area. We've decided and agreed we're both on the same page that we don't want another baby.
2: But... Ha- but- how do you know your mind isn't going to change? Like, you know, nobody wants a third baby once they have two, right? But then three years later they have one. Isn't that how it works? I mean, I,
0: I just think about like if I came home and like Meg like did one of those like rubbed her belly things and made some sort of joke about how she's pregnant, how upset I would be, <laughs> and I think Meg would be upset too.
1: It would be a, it would be a surprise, um, but I. I do have moments where I'm like, oh, you know, baby, and Gabe just does not have those moments. So I think, you know, another reason for him to to make it not happen.
2: Well, to deepen and broaden this a little bit, so isn't it weird that we're even having this conversation, right? I mean, in our heads, we're all still 18 or 16 or whatever. We just think that life, you know, that we're still the same, and we're just getting so old, right? I mean, that's one of the elements here.
0: I've been 18... I'm 18 years older than 18 now.
2: Right. So did you, I guess, how did you wrap your head around even seriously having a vasectomy conversation? I mean, it's the same thing as, like, should we open an IRA? Or, like, you know, it's just these conversations that you never, you basically only thought old people had.
0: I know. In four years, we're going to be getting colonoscopies. (laughs) My legs are definitely going to
5: tingle.
2: (laughs) And, um... I guess it's amazing that, Meg, you're even willing to consider that this, is, this isn't what's going to happen. Like the, the um, responsibility of the woman has no ends. Um, Anna really wanted to be on this, but I think she has to either – she's eight and a half months pregnant and – is He's either, is either napping or taking care of... Well, she knows all of this medical stuff about vasectomies. I don't know if that's what she does in the middle of the night when she can't sleep, but um, is look up vasectomy information on the internet. <laughs> Landline. Hey, um, honey, it's me. What's going on?
4: Hey, I'm like a block away.
2: Okay, I just need you to hurry home because I have to go down the street to have an urgent blowout.
4: <laughs> Babe, Jesus, you just scared the shit out of me.
2: <laughs> it's, it's so urgent.
6: Dude, you just scared the shit.
3: You gotta hurry. How far away are you?
4: Stop.
2: (laughs) I'm completely sober. Landline.
0: Are you going to have a vasectomy? Let's talk about you for a second before we make our
2: decision. So here's the thing. I never, ever considered getting a vasectomy in my entire life. And yet exactly what Meg's talking about, you know, I think one interesting element of um, being the partner to a pregnant woman is that you reach this point where you – And of course, it has, you know, it's not even close to the responsibility the pregnant woman has. And who cares what the partner of a pregnant woman thinks, like, because what the pregnant woman is thinking is way more important. But it's really frustrating because you can't literally, like, take the person's body over and take the responsibility they have for them. So you're basically, like, helping someone who has a condition that is irreversible until they give birth. And so I guess that has really, you know, now that we have a toddler and a new baby. Has made me understand that at some level, like women, just get the short end of the stick, and so that has opened my mind to the fact that I might have to do things that I never even considered. Not because I was so anti-vasectomy, because it just sounded like something that people did in a foreign land, like the moon, where you know there were issues. Like you got a vasectomy because I don't know you like were an NFL player that had nine kids or something like that. I you know it just didn't. So I, I it did
1: start as like a joke, like oh now it's affecting me, time, haha, ha. and then we're like oh wait, yeah, it's be, actually a very valid option yeah. now because we're old. And because we're because, kids.
2: because listen, if you have to wrap your head around only having sex with the same person for the rest of your life, it better be unprotected, right? I mean, <laughs> like the, that's really where the rubber hits the road. Is you know, it's, oh
0: rubber hits.
2: Nice. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here. I'll be here once every six week, and no one will be listening. Um, So, so I don't know. I mean, I guess the IUD goes back, but then, you know, the IUD and all this stuff, you, that's very on right? I mean, how much chemicals are we allowing our bodies to handle? And, and maybe it's kind of short sighted because so many people are on all kinds of things anyways to you know help them adjust their chemical imbalances and make them live a more fulfilling life but i, I think it just seems crazy that what it, like is a woman supposed to be on some sort of chemical from the time she's 15 until but isn't she...
0: an IUD pretty landline too
2: it's
0: a copper no. which is natural But it co- doesn't it, it give I
2: off know.
0: when
1: you say landline you're meaning like
2: old fashioned
5: or
1: like
0: a quick you
3: keep saying a regular listener.
1: So well this is
2: good I mean the, the whole joke is that landline really has no point and that's why it has no success so I love the fact that you don't know what landline means because it's like it's very it's like a meta commentary on the podcast like it's it's not like- a- Landline it's it's or... like okay the okay. the the original landline thing is having eleven kids as a Catholic wife, right that's landline okay. right, and then you okay. and then you go through menopause and that's it. you just you know you never wear protection and you just let basically nature do it what it will um also landline would be like having no kids because you can't like queen you know um Queen Elizabeth the first who I just watched in Mary Queen of Scots, on an airplane recently, so who had no heir so you know, you just let nature take its course. But then you start to look in, like, okay, well, that I, you know, I don't want to have eleven kids. Plus, that's horrible for the environment. Plus, I don't have any money already. Blah blah blah. And so, what do you do? You, um, you do, I guess, what's like the least invasive. But I think, don't IUDs create hormones too? This is where we need Anna. Like, I don't think. So a... I talked to my doctor.
1: Okay. I was like, she's she is she like she like, what do you think for protection now? what pill are you on? And I was like, oh, we're using condoms. And she's like, how's that working for you? <laughs> and I was like, it's, you know, that's a rhetorical question. I don't love it, obviously. Um, and she was like, you're talking about the sex phase. And I was like, yeah. She's like, Have you thought of his ID? And I'm like, yeah. So she's like, let me just give you the, all the information. And she basically said, it's just progesterone. It's very local. It's not like a pill where there's estrogen coursing through your veins. Right. Um, right. So it's just like a localized, I'm shocked to the sperm mm-hmm. that tried to come near your egg or something. But, but
2: are you going to, like, let's say, because we're not doctors and we don't know and we don't need yeah. to get too personal, like, let's say you go through menopause when you're 45 or 50, like, are you just going to have one of those inside of you until then? I mean, that sounds... No, you That's
0: take why it, I have to get it. It's just, it's like, out, I just don't it's... want to come home and then, like, have Meg talk to me about her IUD and her...
4: Because your legs are going to single But
2: Gabe I mean not to like pin you against a wall But like do you not want to hear about it Because it's like so awful that you have to hear about that Instead of talking about like What sports are on TV Or because you feel for her that she has to have Like something inserted into her body For the rest of her like child Yeah both years. of
0: those things that I know no, it's, just, it's just five years It's not point, the rest of my life Right but to your point you've been through a lot You've birthed two of our children And you've taken a pill since you were 14 whoa whoa 14 is 15 sixteen
1: don't,
2: 17. Wor- don't worry in case my
1: mom
2: here <laughs> I was gonna say your mom will never be able to find this podcast anyways
0: <laughs> unless she's in australia yeah exactly <laughs> but um, she's
2: looking for a rural livestock podcast in Australia then she won't she'll never see this
0: i'm all right I'm gonna get it but I need to get it soon so i don't have- so I don't have to go back to a consultation with Leslie.
2: All right. Well, so you're going to get it. I think you should see Leslie again just so you can call in and tell us how it went. But um, here's the thing, Gabe. You're not guaranteed not to have kids, so you might end up getting your balls cut open and have to have, like, Icy Hot on Saran Wrap at work, plus you might have another kid. How does that make you feel? I
0: mean, you might have another kid, but you might get struck by lightning tomorrow too.
2: A like thousand a to one. A th- I mean, we could like, we could bet on you know the we could get like a thousand to one odds on a football team to win the the um, Super Bowl next year. It's not that bad.
0: Yeah. Well, let's reduce all the chances. Okay. Well, just because Meg, <laughs> as a pro-choice woman, <laughs> is not pro-choice when it comes to her own body. Right. Is that right.
2: Yeah. We should. just. I just. I, I can't. Right.
0: Now that
1: I've met my kids and I know what the end result is, I
2: couldn't. I, well, pro pro choice and pro abortion are two separate things, right? It's like, it's. I mean, this is a touchy area that we try we try to stay away from politics, <laughs> current yeah. events. Let's just
0: say Meg is pro choice, but she wouldn't have an abortion herself,
2: right? Right. Which is a, yeah. Like it's like my aunt who was who was on earlier was talking <laughs> about how. The doctors gave her the oppor- uh, my grandparents the opportunity to terminate the pregnancy because they said it was actually going to be, um, uh, you know, unsafe for my grandmother because she had a tubal ligation and she was pregnant anyway, and she would had a ton of miscarriages. I mean, that's another thing you could have, like miscarriages. It's there's a lot there. There's a lot there. Not if you get a vasectomy. If you if you continue to like screw around with birth control and you know less serious methods. All right. I, mean, the well, only... I
1: think it's important to note, too, that I, we've been very lucky in that regard, and I don't take our luck for granted. Like, just the fact that we have these two healthy kids. Mm-hmm.
2: Of um, course. And
1: that we were able to do it in the timeline that we wanted to. I mean, yeah. that is something that I, I don't take for granted ever, because that, you know... Is not that's not everyone.
2: So. Yeah, and I take for granted that I can have the free time on a Sunday afternoon to have an idiotic conversation with you guys about vasectomies and put it up on the internet for another for, you know,
0: month until you have two kids and then your
2: life is over. Exactly. So I got to th-
0: We'll see you in a couple of years.
2: All right, and I guess you know, do we send flowers or cards when this happens for Gabe? Like, do we? You know, does do we? Maybe some
5: icy
2: hot. Like, what are you gonna do for him? Not that you owe him anything, but like, if. If he gets his, you know, ability to procreate taken away, like, is that, like, he gets to pick the movie that Saturday night? or like part what? part
0: of it, too. Like, we had scheduled, like, a vasectomy, and then she was going to, like, have her parents come for the weekend to help with the kids. And I'm like, I don't want her parents to come. And, and then, like, the whole conversation that whole weekend is about, like, me getting a vasectomy. Well,
1: no, it was that... It's
0: a personal thing.
1: When B <laughs> was... Younger, and we were first talking about this. It was who was going to help me with the kids because it was a lot at first with a newborn and, and Jack. And so it was like my parents now. And then I was like, Your parents? And you're like, No, no, and no, I don't want my mom. So then it was like, Okay, this babysitter, and you're like, No, I don't want her.
0: <laughs> the sex are personal for myself and all of whoever's listening to this podcast.
2: <laughs> um. All right. Well, so when when can we look? When, you know, it's kind of like people know that something's going to happen from afar and they just have it on their head and they know, like, after it's gone by that it's happened, you know, that no one's going to call you to check on you. But at what date can people listening to this podcast know that you've had a vasectomy, I guess? Like, what's the countdown here?
0: I'll leave you a voicemail when I schedule it on the way to my vasectomy.
2: How long does it take?
0: I think it's only like 10 minutes or something. And then you, you don't go to, they don't put you out. It's local anesthesia on your
2: balls. Well, there's too many people on earth anyway. So, you know, you got, you're doing a little bit. I think that you actually could like, by getting a vasectomy and not having another child, you can like never recycle and fly on many planes and buy Hummers for the rest of your life because the carbon footprint is far outweighed by having another human being. So there's that upside too. You're a
0: hero, babe. I'm a hero.
2: All right. All right.
0: Well, before you, because now that I've talked about it, it means I actually have to do it. Right. This is great. Thank you so much, Alex.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't, I guess I could really embarrass you and like ask you like, how is your like semen production going to be impacted?
0: You could embarrass me, but we won't answer it. <laughs> all right.
2: All right. I mean, that's what I'll have that conversation with Max. Um, Max, actually, Max, I was talking to him, he was doing curls at the gym, and I wanted to ask him about the um, people dying on Mount Everest, because I'm going to talk to Sean about that, because um, he has so much high alpine mountain guiding experience. And I, I don't know if you guys have seen those photos of people lined up at the top of Everest. Yeah, those
0: photos are crazy. Isn't I mean, it okay, crazy? not very
2: landlined to look
0: at those photos, but it's well, crazy.
2: Well, I mean, you're right. It's not landline, but I got stuck in a YouTube hole the other day, very on landline, like looking at all the like videos of people at the top of Everest. And it's just crazy to me that someplace that should be the hardest place to reach on Earth is literally a line of people waiting to take Instagram selfies now. I mean, does that not explode anyone else's brain? And they're literally suffocating from a lack of oxygen so that they can get a picture at the top of the mountain. That is... The definition of insane. That is so. Can you
0: see the dolphin, the baby dolphin story? It's
2: N- even worse. No. Oh, where they like, where they I mean, all take pictures they of the dolphins. Around to take selfies. Yeah, when the Dolphin dies. Exactly. Okay. So, um, before I let you go, you had said to me, and we're gonna move off the vasectomy now, but you said that you had participated recently in um screen-free Saturday or at least cell phone-free Saturday. Is that something you guys are trying at your house?
0: Yep, we do it maybe once every 14 days.
2: Nice, that's pretty good. And what are you finding are the f- impacts on your I guess your own mental health and your family unit?
0: I feel good and I feel like I'm more present with my kids. Definitely, like forces me to like get down low with them on the ground and stay with them rather than like every 7 minutes going and checking my phone.
2: And w- it's
0: do make you- me a better parent and more present in my life. What do you think, Meg? I uh,
1: yeah. I agree with that. I mostly am just concerned with how they see me. Like, I don't want a phone to be between us when they remember me raising them with their mother. Like, oh, she was on that phone.
2: Well, it's a whole. it, It is. It's a challenge that our parents didn't have to face in that, like, we at least saw our parents go from no cell phones to cell phones. And so we have some. Semblance of respect for them deep down inside around their ability to be present and enjoy sunsets and not worry about where their cell phone is. Although, I think all the baby boomers now are worse than anybody else uh, at yeah, cell phones. I mean when our parents
1: come visit, they're on their side. It's pretty funny,
2: actually. And by the way, what are you looking at on your cell phone? Your grandkids, right here. I thought that that's what you use your cell phone for in They're the first like place. On
0: Facebook, looking at other people's grandkids. So, um, putting
2: photos of their grandkids in front
0: of
4: their
1: grandkids. Yeah. Well,
2: Homer will scream at me, "No phone, no phone!" when I check my texts in the car. So, talk about a kid who's who has my He's D. He's so landline. D, I'm so landline. Can you say landline podcast? all right well thank you very much um if you think about anything else that you want to say just leave a message on the landline 503-894-8480 that's 503-894-8480 um and you know i think gabe if you want to call you know call from leslie's office on speaker and just get leslie's point of view or we'll always have a man named leslie on landline that's for sure <laughs> i'll call and get
0: it scheduled
2: there it is. All right. Well, good luck with all of this. I'm sure you'll have second thoughts, Gabe, um, and try to argue for a different for a different. I've already
0: had second thoughts for a year, so I guess these would be a third or fourth thought. But I'll try to get it done.
2: All right. I'll make sure to um, let everyone I know that, um, hear about you talking about your vasectomy on this podcast. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks for being on landline. Bye. I Love you. Bye. Love you too. Landline. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to hold it together this time. Tim. How you doing? Good. Are you sleeping?
5: No, but I'm Felix's. I'm just trying to be quiet. We're in Bolinas at a friend's house.
2: Okay, well, this is pretty important. Um, Down the street, there's a Harbor Freight. Okay. You know Harbor Freight? Of course, the crappy hardware store. And they have a big red banner out front in red with yellow letters. And it says... Urgent blowout on it.
5: Um, <laughs> I can't stop laughing about it. Um It just says
2: urgent blowout.
5: Uh, that's funny. Um, they run
2: a store. They're selling things inside.
5: He's lost it, folks. He's completely lost.
2: I mean, honestly, like, do you think when they the first one of those came off the screen printer in the factory in China, do you think those guys knew what it said?
5: Urgent blowout.
2: Uh. Can you please give me a sign like that for my birthday to hang outside my house?
5: We could probably do that.
2: All right, Anna's just home. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.
5: <laughs> that's, that's so <laughs> Oh,
2: my God. Do you want to come podcast with me about the original blowout? <laughs>
0: Landline.
2: Okay, if you think this blowout joke is funny, then I've got more for you. So, it's a new day. I'm going to try to get one more joke out of this. I haven't rehearsed, but we're just going to go for it. Um, and We'll see what happens. And if you don't think this is funny, then just go listen to Ira Flato or worse, Ira Glass. All right, here we go. All right, back from the future. I screwed it up. I forgot to turn the phone mic up, but I'm gonna put it up anyway. So the quality's bad I know, but it's funny anyways. Alright, here you go. Hey is the urgent blowout still going on?
5: Uh the urgent blowout?
2: Yes. So we just have the
5: sale going on.
2: Well, I was looking for the urgent blowout. There's a big sign on the building that says urgent blowout. And I just wanted to know. For the month. Okay. Is
5: there a particular item you're
2: looking for? No, I was just wondering. I, I live in the neighborhood and I was wondering if, you know, today was a good day to come in. Yeah. Okay, great. So the urgent blowout goes on throughout the month of June is what you're saying. Yep, yep. All right. Thank you so much. You bet, no problem. Bye.
0: Landline.
2: All right. I got an idea how we can fix that. We can make that even better. Hold on one second.
5: Hi, leave
4: a message, please. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options.
2: Hey Brian, the voiceover guy. This is Landline Podcast calling you. It's Sunday. It is five thirty Eastern. I hope you are someplace far away from your cell phone, enjoying the company of a loved one, face to face or ask to ask. But anyways, I need you for something. I need you to reenact a phone call I just did. It's very short and I can send you the script. No, I don't I can't do that. It's about an urgent blowout at a local hardware store and I'll send you the lines and then you can call me and we'll do it together. You're the perfect man for the job. Got any direction? Um and then you could send me the high quality No, I mean, I don't know if you need to. We'll figure that part out anyways. You're a voiceover master. So voiceover by
0: Brian, the professional voiceover artist.
2: The other thing is I've got my cell phone off all day because it's cell phone free Sunday today. And so don't try texting me about this. Just call the landline line 503-894-8480. If you call, I'll have it set up to record. Um, I guess I'll just email you the lines or maybe I should read them to you and You memorize them? I don't know. Call me and we'll work it out. It could also go as the opener for next show. All right. I love you, buddy. Um, Thanks for being on the podcast. Bye.
0: I will read anything you put in front of me. Landline.
2: All right. I like to beat dead horses, so I couldn't resist. Here you go. We got voicemails after this.
0: Gresham, tools. This is
2: Nathan. Hey, I saw a sign outside that says "Urgent Blowout." Is that still going on?
5: Um, yes.
2: Okay, and how long does the are going,
5: ur- going through this whole month? Okay, I'm so still
2: the still long long Urgent days. Blowout is all June. Yeah. And on Sundays too.
5: Uh, pretty sure, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, great. And do <laughs> I need open it
2: until uh, six
0: p.m. on Sundays, though?
2: Okay, great. And do I need to do anything to participate in the Urgent Blowout, or are I just comment? And- uh, it's
0: kind of just like our general prices are either lower than normal. Okay, great. Normal is lower than.
2: Alright, I'll just bring my uh, credit card and a raincoat. Thank you so much. Bye. Landline. Alright, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Call the landline. 503-894-8480. I know it's been a long time since the last show, but just got to do high quality, not quantity, in the day and age I live in. Let me assure you that I'm spending just as much time on my cell phone as you are on yours, and it is depressing. You know, people give up drinking at age 40. Let's just give up our cell phones, and if you're 70... Um, you know, do whatever you want, I guess. You pretty much screwed up everything else. So, uh I will say that think about it after in 2020 some some of you will be have have been using your cell phones for 20 years. Yuck. More than that, 25 for some of you. Mike, you had you had Snake, Nokia. All right, we're going to end the show with voicemails. As always, call the landline 503-894-8480. Leave a voicemail. We had some nice voicemails that have been sitting in the inbox for, you know, at this point we could say months. So shout out to those engaging with the show. Obviously, the urgent blowout was an urgent topic, and it kind of took the thunder that I thought voicemails would. But thanks to Gabe and Meg for the vasectomy content. Thank you to Harbor Freight, the world's worst hardware store, for the urgent blowout content. Um, My wife made me laugh so hard I made her pee in her pants because she's so pregnant. Um, And I do have dreams of continuing the podcast through child number two. So it's going to go. The other idea I have is a podcast about sustainability where I give solutions to everyday sustainability problems. Like we all know straws are awful. What is an alternative? That's kind of a boring, boring solution. But what about dental floss? I was thinking about dental floss the other day. Forget about the floss itself, which obviously ends up in the ocean by blowing off trash piles all over the country. Think about those stupid little plastic containers. Saw some stat that there are enough plastic floss containers every year used in the United States to fill up six football fields of area that is like 10 stories high. Just of those containers. So... What's a solution? You look, there's some like reusable floss containers. One is glass. I could call that lady. We could talk to them. But I want to think big. I'm talking about getting a lifetime's supply of floss installed in your bathroom in a customizable floss closet. So it's like you'd get a bolt of thread at a factory in China. You get a bolt of floss. And we can do the math. You know you're going to use you know 12 to 18 inches every single night. Maybe some of you twice a day, maybe some of you once a week. You multiply that by your average lifespan. We can call an insurance company to figure that out. We get the length of floss you need and then, shit, you know how much you have and what size roll the order. You order that one roll of floss. You never have to purchase a plastic container again. So if you have sustainability questions you can't answer, so far the working title of that podcast is, what do we do now? Because all we hear every day is how the world is going to end. Well, let's come up with some solutions to make ourselves at least shed, a, shed our own guilt as we walk around every day consuming food, getting fat, and thinking about ourselves on the internet. All right. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. Listen to these voicemails. Call the line, 503-894-8480, landline.
0: Call the landline at 503-894-8480. Let's check the answering machine.
6: You have 19 new messages, 22 saved messages. First skipped voice message.
4: Hi, Alex. Hi, Landline. Uh, Long-time listener, first-time caller from Hanover, New Hampshire, albeit um, Wisconsin originator, though. Um, I'm calling because, like I said, I'm a long-time listener, and I've never called, but the bit on the thank-you notes with your mom finally sparked my um, excitement to call in, and I guess... What I wanted to say was I'm a huge advocate of thank yous. doesn't have to be a card. A card's always nice. Um, although Chris is not the best thank you giver, he will at least call, which is arguably much more time than a, than a letter takes. So I think a call is also appropriate. But the one thing I wanted to say was um, I remember when you and Anna had me over to your house you lived in a brown house, and you got me a – free cake for my birthday, and you made all this yummy food, and I think I was potentially hungover or having maybe just a bad day, even though it was my birthday, and it was such a special day and special dinner that I wrote you guys a thank you card afterwards, and I remember after the fact, you said how meaningful it was to get a handwritten note saying thank you. Um, definitely wasn't necessary, and I think the time after when I came to the Brown House, you had up on your fridge. So I just want you to remember that um, thank you notes are very important. They're very special. And how honored and um, happy you were when you were the recipient of a thank you note, especially when it's um, kind of a surprise. So, anyways, keep up the good work. Like I said, long-time listener. Love the podcast. Always have been. Always have, excuse me. And, all right, have a good one. Hi to Anna and hi to Elmer and the baby. Well, baby to be, I guess. Um, All right. Love you guys. Bye.
6: End of message. Next, skip voice message.
3: If there were one town to fall off that face of the earth, I hope it'd be Bend, Oregon. Fuck this place. 20 inches of snow, and we're all gonna fucking fall apart. It's ridiculous. It's so many fucking idiots, dude. It's hilarious. I love you guys. Um, I wish I were living somewhere beside here, because I cannot play golf here, because it's 20 inches of snow. Let me play. And, uh... It's literally one fucking idiot after another. I'm looking at a bunch of cop cars just fucking pulling people over because they're trashed into your other cars. I'm sitting here looking at um, lowrider Hondas. Um, Came up for the weed business, I'm sure, but just a bunch of fucking idiots. I don't know if that's too many F-words for the uh, podcast, but I love you guys. I miss you. Mr. Homer, don't come now. It's too dangerous. I'm going to get there as soon as I can. I've got a project that has to be done in the next week or two over there, so I'm going to come see you soon. I'm going to be there sooner than later, hopefully, because it's dumping snow. I think we should all move to Palm Springs. It's nice and warm, and I don't know what we're doing here anymore. I can't ski. I'm too old. I love you, Um, be safe, and uh, shout-out to all the great contributors to the Landline Podcast. Love the Landline Podcast, except for people who diss me. Everybody else, much you Goodbye. End of
6: message. Message erased. Next, skip voice message. I'm
5: downstairs in your living room. Please come talk to me.
6: End of message. To erase this message, message erased. Next, skip voice message.
5: Hey, landline, uh, the landline guy on the cell phone in San Diego about to iron his shirt for a big presentation at the hotel. Made a mistake um, making a reservation, and that's a story I can tell. Just thought it, the event was one place, got there, it was another place canceled, blah, blah, blah. But here's a little hot take for a landline subject. What's with hotels and the loyalty programs? You can't even get a rate. You can't call the front desk of a hotel, say that you want a room that night, and get them to tell you a rate before they ask you whether or not you want to join their loyalty program, which always has this long name that they have to say, taking an extra three to four seconds. But you know, my favorite motel Southern Rewards Program happiness points system. So anyways, I don't know if you care about that, Australia, but really the fundamental thing is I just want to pay you money to stay at a hotel room. Can you just tell me how much it is? I'm not a member of your rewards program. I don't want you. It's data. It's big data. Data, data, data. Okay, I love you. Bye. End of message.
6: Next, skip voice message. i realized another reason I shouldn't
3: live on the West Coast is that um, I was uh, just watching the Masters and everything was a real competitive 12-hole, and all of a sudden uh, they break to Tyra Woods in a green jacket. And, yes, he wins, but it's kind of unfair for people who avoid wanting to know how the story ends, like mid-fucking chapter. And CBS just... It's like, yeah, Tyra Woods wins the Masters. He's down by two strokes, and I'm sitting here like in, I, I sat it my whole day. I didn't, you know, I set up my whole day to just sit here and watch this, and I avoided everything. I didn't look at the internet or anything. And now it's uh, it's just such a weak thing. I'm, I, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just weird. There's enough reasons to hate the West Coast, but the fact that you can't even watch a golf game without someone telling you who wins at the end is just fucked up. Congratulations to Tiger Woods. He's a great golfer. Um, but that's a weird uh, that's a weird way to broadcast anything. It's like, hey, game six of the Stanley Cup. Come watch six minutes, and then we're going to tell you who wins at the end. I just don't like it. Uh, anyway, uh, as I said in the – well, whatever, man. It's just disappointing. I was sitting – I was like, my whole day was built around watching this. And now, all of a sudden, I don't know what to do with my day. get sober and Sleep my new job tomorrow. I'll give
6: you an update. Goodbye. End of message. Next, skip voice message. Do you sell boysenberries? Do you sell boysenberries? Boysenberries. End of message. next voice message.
5: What is your final courtesy call before we are unable to lower your credit card interest rate to zero percent?
6: Message skipped. Next voice message. End of message. To erase this message erased. Next voice message. Via auto deduction $299 from your bank account. Message skipped. Next voice message. Your payments in a timely fashion. We're excited to. Message skipped. Next voice message.
5: Call from our department is to.
6: Message skipped. Next voice message. More complete coverage. Message skipped. Next voice message. Hey, it's your
0: friend Dave in the car in LA. i uh, calling about a question on thank you note etiquette. I think my wife just received the thank you note the mail from your wife. So are we supposed to, uh, to write you thanking you for your thank you note? And if we do, should that come on the phone, be a text, or do you need to send another thank you back? I'm uh, just wondering where the kind of little loop ends. Also, uh,
5: just be nice here to your mom. That was-
2: Those last ones were in order of importance.
0: You're listening to Landline. Music by the Pitchfork Revolution out of Bend, Oregon.